Hey, what's going on, guys? And welcome to the 51 Podcast. Back again for another week. Um, I believe this is 58, if I'm not mistaken. We just keep on going week by week. Um, Alex, how are we doing this evening? Um, we're back for another Monday. We've been very consistent. How are you yeah. feeling? Feeling good. Uh, it's just <laughs> the trees are starting to bring in... Green. It's May. It, it's May. Can, can we just point out? It's May. Like, we're already into the fifth month of this year. Like, we, we started back this podcast in December, Summer. I want to say. And we're Maybe already in May. Yeah. And I still yeah. go back, like, just all the way to the back, to the start. I just, like, the, the doubters... And, and we're still here, so it's, it's all good, it's all good. But this week, we've got a, a very interesting show. Uh, we're we're going to mix it up a little bit, not just by talking about um, Call of Duty esports as we normally do, but we've got some interesting statistics that kind of came out this week regarding um, top sites visited in the United States, um, which we're going to kind of delve into um, and relate it back to Call esports. Um, there's been some interesting stories. Millennium just dropped a very funny video regarding World War II as well, which is interesting, which we're going to talk about. Um, hello, Sleepy um and and my allergies along with it yeah i i get the same thing it gets around may june and i get really bad allergies uh which is awful but um first thing i want to ask you alex today i went and saw a film called guardians of the galaxy 2 which was amazing have you seen it yet no i was planning to go see it this weekend might not happen you need know. to go see it you need to go see it because it was really good it was a really good combination of like action and comedy and the storyline was pretty good as well so i highly recommend anyone out there i presume it's out in cinemas everywhere wherever you live unless you live in the remote island of like who knows um it should be available to go and watch which is really awesome because i really enjoyed it and i'm not the biggest of kind of uh film peoples if you will but um before we get into know the pro this week um and find out again if sleepy was right for like the the 50th week in a row um we're, we're gonna discuss um something quite interesting that came up this week um regarding uh top sites visited in the united states that's completely the wrong scene i don't know why that is turned to that that's why i wanted to show you guys on your screens you can see it so um machine actually tweeted this out and kind of made a bit of a joke about it saying how um twitch are ahead of pornhub and basically referring to the fact that more people would rather watch someone frag than shag, which I thought was quite a good joke. Um, but what's more interesting is kind of like looking into it, like some of the other sites that are up there as well. Um, I don't know how, how much of a, a look you've had at this, Alex, like at some of the sites. I mean, I, I have no idea who some of these people are um, purely because I'm, I don't live in the States. Uh, but like, can you can we can you kind of let me know who the hell like Dipley is? Like they're fifteenth in the United States, and I have no idea who they are. <laughs> who are they? Like, what what do they manufacture? What do they? What service do they provide? Um, I can I under, hope like I I understand stuff like Craigslist, which isn't really a thing in the in the UK, but I know it's like big out in America, and like obviously you've got loads of different things up there, like Im, um, Imuga or however you pronounce it. It's like the, the, the is the is obviously the 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 photo capturing site similar to Gaiazo. Uh, who the hell are ntd.tv? Is that like a TV channel? Man, this, is, is... this is how people are seeing Twitch.tv. What the fuck is that? Number twenty. This is so same thing, man. This is so you true. Know. Like we're 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 talk I'm talking about these sites that I've never heard of, but people are probably thinking like, who the hell are Twitch.tv? But that is one of the big things we want to focus on. The fact that obviously twitch.tv are 
uh 20th was it yeah the 20th in yeah. in the listings um and that's you know pretty big like to think that they are the 20th most visited site is it not yeah i mean i think that twitch being bought up by amazon they've done so many things they're not big at all like i feel like they already had the stuff they needed to to grow but amazon pushing them forward that being legitimate and so that the kind of advertisement that they got off of that so many big sites saying like wow amazon bought twitch google didn't buy them all this stuff now google's gonna do this with youtube uh twitch in general man it's growing a lot like i see the streamers that are just casual guys like summit and lyric like i enjoy watching them from time to time they've grown substantially biggest guys on twitch like in three four years ago they were around like 5,000 viewers and, and think about their growth right now. Um, it's insane. I, I definitely see Twitch going up even further. I yeah. don't know about going above like Microsoft Office or Office and Live and all that stuff, especially Instagram. Maybe that will fall the hell off. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, year. like year. Um, Vine closed, obviously, I think this year, I think yeah. it was. Um, yeah. And it's pretty incredible, like, kind of where we're at in the grand scheme of things. Um, and now the other graphic, or it's more of a pie chart, obviously, that I want to draw your attention to as well, is, is the percentage of kind of Twitter followers across the Pro League, which is quite interesting. Um, now, 69.7%, basically 70% of Twitter followers in uh, the Pro League, which is obviously the 16 teams, comes from the big three teams, which is Envy, Optic, and FaZe, um, which is just ridiculous. Um, now, besides that, you have obviously the rest of North America, uh, and then the orange represents Europe, which I think is roughly about 5%. Um, and then APAC are just non-existent at like 0 point something. So that's why you can't even see their kind of portion of the pie chart, um, which is pretty incredible. Um, like, I, I think I, I, I tied it all up. I sat there like going through everyone's Twitter and adding it all up. And I think... Um, the average following of a, a player on the on the one of the big three teams is four hundred and sixty nine thousand followers. That's like basically half a million. And what's more interesting is the fact that that is more than all of Europe combined. So if you combine all the European pro players that are in um, the CWL Pro League, um, they they actually don't even equate one player on average from the the big top three teams, which I thought was quite interesting as well. Um, now don't get me wrong, Twitter followers don't really mean a lot. Um, of all kind of the social medias, they're they're one of the the things that doesn't really mean a lot at all because obviously um you get a lot of bots and it's not like subscribers on YouTube where effectively the more subscribers you have, the more views you should be making and and ultimately more money you should be making and likewise with like instagram and other things where i know they have different ways of working out but still i thought it's quite interesting and i obviously know as well that there, there's going to be a lot of the these people are um obviously following multiple people so i'd say the majority of the cod scene um well it's kind of demonstrated from uh, this number that follows like, the likes of players of on optic phase and envy just because they are the biggest teams you know they're they're, yeah. they're they're massive not just across call of duty anymore like in terms of esports as a whole um think where like envy and phase are at like with their csgo rosters envy are in so many esports now og obviously moved across to cs and halo and you name it um so yeah why have you got a smile on your face 
We've got the optic, man. Oh, we don't. We don't. We don't need to talk about them. Who even are optic? Like, who is? Who is like OG? That OG stands for origin, not optic. Come on, get it right. Um, I do apologize. I have been dropping some frames. Uh, we're a bit better now. I'm gonna cross my fingers for those that are watching on stream. If you're watching on YouTube, it shouldn't. It shouldn't make a difference if you're watching on YouTube. But sleepy, I'm sorry. Um, let us know. Uh, I don't. I. Just let us know again if it happens. Yeah, happen. I, I can see if I'm dropping frames. Um, it's not not an issue. Um, Sleepy, to answer your question in terms of like, um, uh, the other orgs don't promote their. Well, it's not really a question, but you make a valid point in terms of other orgs don't promote their players uh, to grow their YouTube channels or streams, which is is fairly true. Um, now I think I think the views changed a bit. I think back in like AW there was a massive push for uh, uh, pro players, in, especially in Call of Duty, to make YouTube content because. Um, what they were earning in Call of Duty, especially like kind of below top four, wasn't sustainable whatsoever. Uh, but now I think we're getting to a point where there's so much money coming in that you don't really need to do that anymore. Um, and I think that's noted. And if you look at like the amount of videos that pros are actually making now compared to back then, um, it's significantly less. I mean, you even look at the likes of Optic. They're, they're sometimes struggling for views as well just because um, Call of Duty is very stale and boring um to watch it's not like it used to be where like people would watch a video of someone getting like a 40 some and something gameplay that's now like i could get on and do that kind of thing um so hey, yeah yeah you know what man what about phase phase clan equal blog clan <laughs> that's something i saw in chat all all the time the only one that really does that is attach and he played the best on phase which we'll get into but uh, at least in my opinion yeah, exactly. Now, I've got some questions to go with this graphic uh, that I'm going to put across to everyone in the chat and everyone, uh, and you, Alex, not everyone. There's only, there's only you, sadly. There's not more of you. I wish there was two Alexes, but there's not. Um, and it's all right. Um, That'd be the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so first question is, um, which players in the CWL are not verified on Twitter? Because most of them yeah, are, and, and, and going yeah. through going through the pros and, and looking at their Twitter accounts, I came across some very peculiar findings of players that are not verified. Um, now, I can't obviously monitor this, but if you can try not to obviously go on Twitter and look, that'd be amazing. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Sleepy says, glad to see you aren't sleepy today, Alex, which makes no sense because oh. surely it should be me that's sleepy because it's currently 10 past 11 at night. And it's only 10 past six for Alex. Usually I just make my uh, sleepy excuse when I'm just saying stupid shit. And I'm like, oh, I, I'm totally not this dumb. <laughs> in reality, I am. <laughs> but okay. yeah. But in all serious, um, I, I want answers. Like, Alex, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it across to you because we haven't got anything in the chat yet. Um, who do you think is unverified? I'll give you a clue. In the in the pro league, all of I think Mind Freak are un unverified, um, or not verified is probably the, the more technical way. But there are there are some big pros in North America specifically that are not verified, and I want to see if anyone can guess it. I'm just gonna go with. Just take a guess. Anybody on E6 except for General. Okay, okay. So in terms of E6, the only player who's not verified, I believe, I'm I'm doubting myself now, is M Ruiz. Yeah. Okay, that's quite interesting. Video Connect says some people don't care to be verified and don't apply. 
which is quite, I, don't, I don't know the full process because I know you can apply yeah, you and then apply. I, and then but I know you can also just be given it um if they see like you've got such a following so yeah okay and then I'm thinking I'm curious if I know I think silly is verified I swear and I'm just curious if anybody else on the team is verified like I don't think gunless is Hmm. Am I wrong thing that? I'm not actually sure of it, United. I know, I know. Some I don't even are... think we should add them. I, I feel like they've just started yeah. to. Because I know silly is, but I think there are some that aren't. Because obviously, like they've only just kind of made a name for themselves in this Call of Duty. Um, okay, I'll go through some of them. So, um, one of the interesting ones is Octane and Study, and not verified. I know Study would be pissed about that. I would be surprised if he's like, I don't want, to, I don't want to be verified. I don't want people to go on my account and see that blue check. <laughs> I, I know he would like that. I feel like he's, yeah. yeah so, so ah. said there is, there are downsides to being verified, which I can kind of get, but uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, like if you if it, if you see like the rest of your team that are, are verified and you're not, I'm gonna be thinking like verify me like yeah but in the grand scheme of things it doesn't really mean a lot it's kind of just boosting egos um and so on and so forth um so yeah that's what i wanted to ask in terms of uh, verification on twitter um outside of that though um there isn't really much i don't think too much to add um it's just kind of interesting i mean we we know full well that call of duty has one of like the most dominant kind of followings in terms of on Twitter uh, for yeah. where it's at. Cause you look at the esport, and it's kind of considered like a tier two esport. you know, you've got above it, you've got CSGO, League of Legends, Dota and so on and so forth. Um, so considering the followings they've got, it's pretty good. I mean, like I think Skump's the top in terms of players at like one point something million, like 1.4, I'm going to guess a uh, million, which is ridiculous um you, you know you know i just had this quick thing to add to just talking about stats and stuff like that and i'm not even gonna act like i came up with this but uh it was thorin he uh csgo analyst i'm pretty sure you guys have heard of him it's that uh he was in the interview with hex um just interviewing him uh it was a series called talk to thorin in case you're curious but what thorin brought up is that you know where the fans are in call of duty is it they are on youtube and twitter and that is the two ones that we have. Those are where those people grew up. And I'm even on that. I grew up on YouTube and Twitter. And that's uh, mostly the reason why I'm in this scene. Um, just seeing everybody talk about it and it being talked about on my, my favorite YouTubers and all that stuff, supporting teams. So, yeah, it's just uh, kind of the demographic that we're at. The, the casual gamer, not the PC hardcore dude who's always on Reddit and just on his PC all day, like playing League or something. Yeah, it's uh, I think that's a big reason as to why we have a lot of YouTube and Twitter followers amongst the pros, of course. Yeah, so. it, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I I was kind of in a way shocked that in terms of the going back to the graphic that Twitter was eighth. Um, you got like Yahoo ahead of it, which is really b bizarre for me. Yahoo, because really? like Yahoo to me in the UK makes no sense whatsoever. Um. Like just no sense, but I guess it's because it's an American thing. It's a, a kind of a new source. It's yeah, 
I don't know. To me, to me, it's, it's a bit bizarre. But again, as I say, it's it's the US. It's not the UK. So yeah. But anyway, I'm going to move on um, because I think we've kind of we've gone into this way way too much. Um, on to know the pro, which I think a lot of people have been waiting for, um, and we're going to kind of start off by obviously looking at last week. Um, a lot of people, I, I can't even remember that what the guess is. Though I know Sleepy said general. I know that because Sleepy's always getting it right. Um, and obviously, uh, I'm not sure. I think some other people said felony or someone someone said someone else but it is in fact um general sleepy again getting it right um he looks quite young in this picture i think he's at like a umg event back in like i want to say aw uh potentially so it's quite a long while, uh, while ago um now this week's though which is quite interesting here is your clue have a look at the background which should hopefully help you um and we'll wait and see. Alex doesn't know this week's either, so I'm going to wait for it to come up on stream, which should be any second now. And then I want to hear your uh, opinions. Um, oh, come on, this is easy. <laughs> what is this? I mean, <laughs> at this point, Alex, I expect you to, to fl be flawless. Like, you should be a an expert. Not not only because yeah. we talk about Call of Duty every week and we, know we should know the players quite well. But, yeah, Cameron's saying Slasher. Alex, what is your vote? Slasher. Slasher. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm not even going to think like I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, slasher. Okay. Well, I don't even, those eyes are so beautiful. Jeez. <laughs> this is, at this point, and everyone on the YouTube comments is just going to type in slasher. Sleepy's saying havoc. Oh, for sure, havoc. No, look, it looks it looks like havoc. You know, the eyes. Slasher. Okay. I love how we got someone in the Twitch chat called Dirty Gandalf. How do you get? Yeah, he was. I've seen him before, man. How would you get a Twitch name like that? It's a. It's amazing. Someone said havoc in YouTube comments. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay, so last week someone said havoc. This week, I presume your guess is not havoc, sleepy. He said lol. So I presume that's a no. Come on, Tommy. Okay. <laughs> what, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? Of course, sleepy wouldn't be saying havoc. Might be um, friend. I could see that. He looks like. Okay, so Cameron said, I think it may be Krim. Sleepy's name saying, give me no, a different I'm just kidding. One. He looks, he, I think he's just saying because I'm not even going to get into yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, we'll come back to it later, though, guys. Um, obviously, let us know what you think in the YouTube comments um, or in the Twitch chat if you join us at any point. We'll obviously come back to it at the end as well. Um, but moving swiftly on um, to kind of the main event of the show, if you will, um, talking about obviously the Global Pro League Week 2 or Group Blue, um, a lot happened. A lot happened. I want to. I want to first get your your thoughts, Alex, in regards to what went down. Um, tell me what was your your biggest surprise, I guess, of the weekend. You know, man, I'm gonna go into this. I don't even bring this up to you. I, I did bring it up in my video, but we've talked and I haven't brought this up. At least I don't think we did. Is that EG did not practice online, uh, except for like one day throughout the whole entire thing, and that was the day before they left to Columbus. And yeah, I know they're, they're going to get land practice. I was having a discussion with someone in a Twitch chat, like, you do know this is going on? And then they're like, no, they're not. All this shit, whatever. So basically what happened is they, they kept on holding off practice. Study showed up late one day. And then he was like, oh, all right, I got to go do this. I got to move my car or whatever. Came back. Everybody didn't want to scrim anymore. And then they missed practice for that day and just played eights. Okay. A lot of the tension was building up in the team. They didn't have a lot of practice. And in just in general, looking at the team, you, you think that, that they don't have any slaying power. They don't 
they haven't done that well in S and D. They're not going to do well in this group. And at the beginning, we're right. It looked like our prediction was going to happen. It, it looked like it was going to come true, Tommy. But goddamn, that day two and three, <laughs> EG just came back like crazy and uh, got to first from being last. O two, they they just swished it around. I don't know what happened. I don't know what discussion. Actually, I, I do so know somewhat. If we just wanted to talk about this real quick, it is that uh, Nameless switched over his role from K-Bar, I believe, to NB4. I might mess it up, but guys in the chat clarify with us if that's correct. But um, yeah, ever since that happened, Nameless went off, was their best player overall. And I definitely want to say that if you're going to vote for anyone, and you don't, you're not a big fan of Havoc or whatever, I say vote for Nameless on EG. He was their MVP player, the leader. He all around was the reason that they qualified. I know that Nagafin went big in S and D have accepted the hell up. Yeah. In responded. But come on, man. You gotta give it to Nameless. My MVP. And I know I'm just going over it everywhere, but that was just my thoughts on the overall week, at least from like how it went down with our predictions and EG. So yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to word a tweet and I'm making an absolute hash of it. But I finally got there. In, in, in wording the tweet. It literally took me like a minute while you were talking to actually like word the tweet. But um, just to clarify, Sleepy, we were uh, talking about um, e, um, I was going to say E6N, um, EG even, and obviously their uh, how they didn't practice going into the event a lot um, and how they were obviously able to turn around an 0-6 deficit after day one um, to obviously going top in pool. And I believe you named Nameless as MVP who has switched up his role as well. Um, and I managed to do all that while t- uh, typing a tweet. So those that think that men cannot multitask, they are wrong, just to point it out. Um, but no, it, it was impressive. Um, obviously, let us know what you thought of Group Blue. What was your biggest surprise, guys, in the chat um, and in the YouTube comments? Um, because it, it has to be EG. If you're not saying EG, I want I want like a, an essay of why. Um, just purely because, obviously, um, they had a massive deficit on top of already our expectation of them coming kind of last because obviously they only just qualified for the um, the the Pro League in the first place, um, to then turning it all around and getting a bit lucky with other teams obviously getting upsets here and there. Um, so, yeah, it was really, really impressive. Um, and it, 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 the 4-2 scoreline just doesn't, I think, do them justice. I feel like in my mind, like it's it, it should be like a, I don't know, like a 4-0 just purely because they may as well have not even played on the first two days, the, the way they were performing then compared to then what, what they performed um, later on. And, and not forgetting as well, they played Rise and Fnatic as their first two games, which were arguably the easier of the two, of the three matches they could have played. They didn't play FaZe on the first day. So they actually left more work to do than they, they potentially could have if they'd already played FaZe on day one. Um, so yeah, it's pretty incredible. Um, obviously, uh, I guess we got to talk about how all teams were tied two and two going into day yeah. three. What did you like? What were you thinking at that point? Like it was just like it was it was ridiculous. I was just I wasn't even watching the matches. I was I was looking on Twitter and stuff like that. I was at a party of a close family member of mine, and I just I just saw the the pool and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> What must have happened? Like, EG, how did you switch it around so fast? And then you've got other teams as well. Fnatic choking some some maps for sure. They, they definitely could have won, like, 
two matches if it just wasn't for some minor choking. Yeah. But uh, that's that's besides the point. That's every team uh, did that this week. If that didn't happen, then like but it's been really boring like one team shitting on each other the next team doing well it, it went we, we said if anyone missed last week we said in our predictions phase should wipe the floor with these teams uh, we were completely and, then, wrong. and then yeah we were completely wrong and we, we we thought it would it would honestly near enough going order of the seat so phase would come first then rise then Fnatic, and e6 uh eg sorry i keep saying e6 um which it near enough did happen other than obviously eg um coming out on top um and cameron um who says i don't like yellow group because my three favorite teams are in there we're going to come on to yellow obviously after we talked about this don't you worry uh, and i'm sorry if th- your three favorite teams are in the same group obviously only two of them can qualify for playoffs which sucks um but yeah it was it was ridiculous to see eg and did you see um studies emotional interview after they they had i was confirmed? going to watch that man i was going to watch the uh today actually i didn't catch that i don't know why we were actually in a call you got off and then i was like oh whatever i'm not gonna watch the interview in the final yeah because we, um, we were exactly yeah we were we were both in a call yesterday um as rise were playing phase which you can see was the last game of the the entire pool um and it, I, I was half asleep for a start uh, we were discussing the show and obviously we, we were waiting to see what would happen because it, it was at a point where phase had to win didn't matter what way they just had to win to to secure their place at playoffs and obviously rise went up 2-0 and we we're like what and then obviously phase won the uplink and then we got to hard point uh which i i can't remember what it was on i want to say i don't know i'm not going to say anything anything actually but either way um it was really close and phase won by a point the last hill was contested oh, yeah that was on so breakout many times um, it was so many just it if if any if phase was anything, well two things they were this week oh last week, they were lucky, and they were terrible. <laughs> they were at least bad, bad for sure. You can't say phase played good this week. If you know about these players, you know that they should have placed at least first in this group in the way that EG did. They should have at least done when, that. When you when, when, when do you say, <laughs> hold on, hold on. When you say they should have at least placed first, you make it sound like there's like a place above first. It's like. <laughs> yeah, no, no, there's no, uh, there's no denying it. Like, look at the other teams. Rise played terribly up until this event, and they didn't even qualify into the playoffs. EG, them, they just qualified. That's it. That's all they did. They they beat top teams like Rise in that qualification uh, run, but like to think that oh yeah, Phase for sure could have come in, gonna come in second. Like it, you have to. I know that we said yeah, we got it completely wrong. But if you thought that this was going to happen, you were lucky and you, you didn't really look over the knowledge of what was out there in the scene and everything like that. 90%, I would say 95% of, of viewers thought that it was going to go with FaZe first, Rise second, and Hell, Fnatic uh, second possibly. Yeah, I, I mean, thought that that was gonna happen. In no way, I thought Eugene was. Gonna... I can't. I can't remember what it was. I think it was an an uplink against Phase for Fnatic that if they'd won, could have completely 
re- like rearranged <sighs> where they finished. Um, not saying they would have instantly jumped to playoffs, but they potentially wouldn't have got relegated um, and have to requalify, uh, which is the the place they're in now, which really really sucks because we, we've 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 praised this team quite a lot this year uh, on the progression they've made with the the two twins they've got um, who are relatively new to the scene who have, who keep progressing under Tommy's leadership um, and Sunny B who's been around for a while, um, and yeah, sadly their 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 kind of their luck in pool play came to an end this weekend and. I mean, they, 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 they had a good showing. I mean, you look at map counts um, and it tells a completely different story. Yes, they went 2-4 and four in terms of series, but they went 9-14, and 14, which isn't actually that bad of a map count uh, percentage win. Um, so in general, yeah. I mean, I, I know they, they got kind of outslayed a lot. Um, and, and I yeah. guess you could argue they got quite unlucky because they're, they're obviously against three NA teams and obviously with how EG played it was always going to be really tough because then you know you got FaZe and Rise who were up there as well um, so but at the end of the day like this is when you have to turn up and EG did it they turned up when it mattered and now they've gone from just qualifying into the Global Pro League to making playoffs and potentially this is going to path the way for the rest of their uh their uh season potentially like they're at playoffs they're guaranteed to be in stage two which means they're guaranteed uh to be at uh cod champs already like that's massive like that's absolutely huge um that security is great and they're not like Fnatic, who has to worry about having to re-qualify and worry about who they're going to play and worry about um you know fixing their faults and 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 they're probably in their mind thinking like do we need a roster change like and so on and so forth it's such a difficult kind of state they're in um and and that's kind of the difference really uh which is pretty incredible so um yeah do you want to talk about rise a little yeah we can talk about rise definitely that's like the only team we haven't talked about uh, or mentioned who are in that cushy spot they're in third which kind of doesn't really mean a lot they're they're in stage two but they're not at playoffs and they're not relegated which is um i guess a positive um what did you think of their performance this weekend i think they they played well you know the guys they they practiced a lot i think they were the they were they were well practiced coming into this event i watched some of those scrims um scrimming lg other teams like that whatever you know and it just comes down to the fact where they did have a chance. It was that one last match against FaZe, and it just comes into veteran mindset that is FaZe. And those guys together, they've yeah. been in those situations where, all right, it's time to reverse sweep. I don't know what the hell they do. I don't know <laughs> what the hell Placer says or Azuma says or whoever. But they always, when it's like down to the last point, they come back, at least – not yeah. Black Ops. 2, I mean, though. it should have been in Black Ops. No, Black Ops Three. I mean, but I mean, like, talking about composure in this team in general, like they fell apart in that in that game five versus phase. They they I think it was was it six zero in the end or six one. We we said six zero phase one. Six zero, yeah. yeah, and it was just dominant. Like they they didn't they completely like from the get-go were kind of shoved out of it. weren't allowed to kind of get into the game, get a couple of rounds on the board at all. Um, and yeah, and just you could see like the hype coming from FaZe. And I, and I think composure has a certain um, kind of part to play. I mean, like, yes, don't get me wrong. They're still, they're still in stage two. But obviously stage one playoffs is where you're aiming for. That's where there's this absurd prize pool. Um, and it's just like they, they really should be up there. And it, and it goes back to like 
this team in general um like just not having the capabilities of reaching kind of top four and above um and we, i mean octane just compared to what he has been on past call of duties the last two call of duties up there as one of the best ars he just doesn't look like that in this game in my opinion um and I know it's difficult because it's like, especially with all like 16 teams in the league, making roster changes is so, so, so difficult. Um, but it, it's got to be frustrating because so far what we've seen of this roster, um, other than obviously at Vegas, which we know was on a different meta and I'm kind of discarding, um, they haven't really shown that that caliber of, of being kind of in that top four, in my opinion. You're talking about Raz, right? Yeah. I'm talking about Raz, yes. I don't even think they should. I, I didn't consider them being top four ever since Vegas. Well, the event after that. <laughs> ever, ever since Ve- uh, Vegas, where Facento was like a god. Yeah, but Just, even like, then, walk through people were like moving Facento played like a god, and and hey, he played well. He played what he should be uh, playing like last weekend. But look what happened. You had the guys not really showing up, and if you want to get into some stats. SND was Rise's best game mode. They won seventy five percent, including Damn. that map, of course. But they didn't. But they and, didn't and, win the one that mattered. Yeah, I and mean, you know what, man? You don't even need to account that. Like, we just need to count this. The uh, the breakout hard point was two hundred fifty to two hundred forty nine. Crazy shit going on. I don't even know. <laughs> one point deciding. One point. I think that that one point is that's fine. That's fine. That one point is the difference between them at stage one playoffs. Um, and and to go to the chat, uh, Steve was talking about how Looniac were very devastated. Not surprising. Apparently, Looney was was negative in um in two game modes overall, uh, which is quite interesting. And 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 Sleepy's right. Something that we we failed to mention is the fact that Phase barely won any S and Ds. But they. Oh well, no! They. I was going to get to that when we talked about stats. They. Like, they won the the one that mattered, which is the one that you needed to clutch up and win six zero. Yeah. It's a rise, man. I mean, uh, I think this I, is, I, I wish yeah. the best to all those guys. They're they're nice. They're, they're really. Cool. They are good dudes, and they, they they've been around for ages. Like classic's been around for ages. Slack been around for ages. Octane, Looney. Are you talking about LG, man? <laughs> You're just talking about LG. Oh no! You're talking about rise. Uh, wait, hold on. Looney, I just, just realized I mentioned Octane earlier. Yeah, I thought you were just talking about ARs in general, so I didn't Why question you. I was like, I guess you're okay. just bringing... So yeah, you were just clarify, to clarify, you were talking about Looney? Or you were talking about... I mentioned Felon? I mentioned Octane earlier, but we were talking <laughs> yes, about did. Rise. <laughs> yes, you did. I thought you were just... Okay, that's a, that's a, that's a kind of blooper on my end. My bad. Um, but anyway, back on topic. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of forget that ever happened. Um, the main point is... Um, despite FaZe sucking in S&D, they did manage to get second. Um, they had the respawn on their side for the most part. Um, but yeah, I, I think it, it's just a bit, of a, a bit of a combination, really. Um, Rise looked a bit la- lackluster in the respawn. FaZe not winning S&Ds. Fnatic just, I guess, kind of being overwhelmed with NA talent um, meant that EG could kind of come through and prevail. Um so and then another thing that's interesting for Raz, they they were in two game fives, and they lost. Wait, yeah, they lost both of them, I think. Which I is surprising wrong. considering the stat in S and D, and that yeah. goes back to my point about composure. It's like this this roster needs to kind of go back to the drawing board and kind of evaluate kind of what they're doing wrong in these clutch. And but when you when you think about it, like 
other teams have got these clutch factor players. Like, e.g., have got like Havoc, they got Nagafen, who are very much like they're, 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 they bring a clutch factor. And then you've got FaZe, who are full of that as well. Um, and Fnatic show signs at times. But then you look at Rise. And I don't know, like I don't kind of see that in them, like because that, that's that's the I issue. I would argue like, that it, man. I think that this team has a lot of experience, but like never to the point that they got on to this this weekend. Because this is the big money. This is the big year. Yeah, like, it's never been this massive before in salary and status and all of this. And to go up against Phase when. When it's like that, none of those guys are nervous. They have confidence that's just out of this world, which they should. Um, but Rise, I, I don't think they do, especially Felony. Like this, this guy, he's he's good at S and D. Um, just talking about the S and D stats, so he was the only player of theirs to have a negative uh, KD, which doesn't really speak to much. Uh, but you just got to think that this kid coming from the S and D star days to now he's going to need time to grow and he's done amazing. He's done good enough to stay on rise. It's just a question if he's going to keep on going. I, I like felony as a player, as a person, he's, he's positive all around, but uh, I just think that, you know, he needs to step it up. He, he didn't play. He played well this weekend, not so much in S and D though, which is where he should play. Mm. But hey, the other players played massive, like, I know I already talked about this. Um, Mufasento, he he played good enough. He did everything he could on the objective side. Looney and Aqua, they did everything they could on the slaying side. Where was Felony? End of story. I don't know. <laughs> Roster change inbound. Okay, just to finish. No, no, no. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. No I know what you mean. Just, just to finish it off, CP says um, Aqua played amazing this weekend, um, but. One player can't carry a whole team, which I do agree with. Uh, Rise, yeah. worst game mode was uplink. Thank you for the comments. Um, right, let's move on. Um, obviously, just to reiterate, um, EG first, phase second. They will both be at stage one playoffs. Rise are kind of in that middle of like, no man's land, if you will. They're not getting relegated, but they're not at stage one playoffs. And then Fnatic will feature at relegation, which is happening, I believe, at Anaheim. Um, so that pretty much clears that up. Now we're going to move on. To some some kind of funny stories this week. Uh, it's come to our attention that there's been um, a couple of stories. Uh, well, yeah, two come to mind um, uh, regarding uh, actually two European teams. Now, the first one is regarding Epsilon, um, who are going to feature in uh, Group Yellow, I believe. Um, yes, they are. I don't know why I had to think about that. Um, and they're already out there in the States. Um, and it's come to our attention according to Josh, and I know Vortex has tweeted out as well, that they actually um, haven't really, or ha aren't really going to be able to practice as much as they would hope against like NA sides especially, um, because by the sounds of it, their internet's gone out. And a Vortex did give us an update tweet after this one, talking about how um, uh, they someone's coming out tomorrow. But obviously this isn't, this isn't great. I mean, I don't know if it's like on Epsilon's part or I don't know really what's gone on. Um, but the fact that Josh has tweeted out saying, remind me to never come out um, to an American uh, early again unless it's already 100% sorted makes me think that it's like maybe ex Epsilon's organization. What do you reckon, Alex? Um, oh wait, can you just reiterate that question? I was answering somebody's question so, in the chat. I was being a, a good streamer. <laughs> 
Josh has tweeted out saying, "Remind me to never ever come out to America early again unless it's or if it unless it's all already hundred percent sorted. What a load of shit!" Yeah. Now, is do you reckon this is Epsilon's fault or is it just like something that kind of they just got unlucky and like it's the internet providers connection and it's their fault effectively? What do you reckon? I, I have no idea. I mean, I don't have much details. Not really. Neither do I. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes it does happen, though, where they can't really get an appointment. The summer's coming up. A lot of people are moving. Because yeah, I, don't, I don't know what America's like in terms of sorting out internet. Because I would have presumed that they would just rent a house that already had internet. No, you don't. No? no? You, if you do that, like a house that already has internet, I've never heard of one that you just like rent. And then they're like, oh, we have internet too. Yeah, <laughs> I've like, never heard of that. that. The only place I hear that about that is on in apartments. And that's just shit or net. Like, that's terrible. But like, that's what happened when I went to, when I was out in America in July last year. We Maybe. We, we, rent, oh. we, we rented uh, an, an, a villa um, for like two weeks. And it came with internet. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I'm thinking you. I don't know the situation. That's why I'm like, I'm thinking. Okay, so Epsilon is it like they went on a site and said, "Hey, we need a house for three weeks. What do you have there?" They said internet. Is that what it is, or is it like, "All right, we're gonna be like... renting a house, leasing it, whatever the fuck." I feel like we you should reenact this phone call. Like, "Hello, can I have an apartment?" Just like be really shady gamers, like. Like, I just think, man, Josh has the the right answer. Don't go out there unless you have this shit sorted out. I think he wasted time. He could have been at home practicing online. It's for sure someone's fault. We're not going to point fingers, but yeah, um, definitely uh, if you're a European player, should definitely go ahead and sort out, do you have this? Do you have that? Do you have food? All this stuff Like uh, before they head out. Like you got, you got Millennium burning down the house almost i was i was watching some eights and i think it was like so i don't know who was cooking but they were making some steak i think it was marky b and he and he, he overcooked the steak and then the fucking it was smoke going everywhere and you had a you had it might have been pd or something like that oh he God. was playing in eights and then he was just it was like beep 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 and he's calling out he's like yo, yo do you need to get out he's like no 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 i'm fine i'm fine and then and then they, they won they won with smoke around their house. <laughs> it was the most insane oh, story. I'm telling you, watch eights. Sometimes they're entertaining. Bro, can you just do that um, Scottish accent again of Marky V? No, that was terrible. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how he sounds like. Okay, well, it, it's funny you mentioned Marky V because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move across to him um, because I'm hoping he retweeted it. Yeah, he did. So, Millennium have released this very funny video as a trailer towards um, World War II. That's, um, we're going to show you guys now. Um, which is just brilliant. So let's just listen to this. Men standing on the European coast. Moose, Marky B, Petey, Nilsson. All of them will rise against the most glorious American teams. For Angleterre, Le France, et Millennium. In a few days, it's Call of Duty World League time. So, yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love Marky B's acting and how he's like acting as like sergeant. And I don't know what he's saying because it's in French and obviously Millennium are French, um, which is annoying because I wish for that part they put like English subtitles, but I presume it's like 
Viva la French, like, I don't know. I don't really know, but I thought it was quite funny and it's so well produced and they've got like a, a someone proper to like voice over it. Um, and they've obviously like traveled somewhere to film this as well, which is pretty awesome. Um, and obviously it is in anticipation for um, this this weekend where they will be playing alongside Epsilon, Luminosity and E United, which is obviously Group Yellow, which we're going to come on to. But um, final thing we want to mention um, just before we do get onto it is one roster change slash team announced. Um which isn't too notable. Um, it's obviously outside of the, the Cobalt League, um, as you would expect, um, involving Profit, Mira, uh, Twiz, and BL Fire, who are all going to be teaming and looking for an organization in hopes of um, getting one of those relegation spots. Um, I can't remember if it's actually officially been, oh, excuse me, it's um, been announced, but I don't know. Do you know how many teams from NA get spots to go to relegation? It's a good question. I feel like it's. Uh, I think like I'm get, gonna go with two. Four. Two, 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 two. Yeah, yeah. and then and then maybe two from NA, one, two from EU, and one from ENZ. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tricky one. I'm not really sure, but either way, we thought we'd we'd let you know obviously we, what's going on outside of the CWL, but um, sadly it's not too relevant. Um, should we say um, because obviously all that matters at the moment um, is the CWL um, and what is going on and ultimately who is going to win a share of like this just ginormous prize pool of like 700k um, across stage one um, but I think with that all being said we can move on to group yellow um, Cameron is, is very excited for us to talk about this by the seems of it uh, sounds of it considering that three of his favorite teams are in this pool um, I guess we'll start with United because the question I think was posed in the chat of is this pool going to be as competitive as last week? Um, and we, we had a little discussion prior to the going live and we reckon that if United flop a bit, similar to what FaZe did, then there is the potential. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I I think that's true. Do I think it's going to happen though? No, I don't think it will. I have trust. I have trust in United. I feel like those guys, they know that this is their time. Sure, Gilness at times is a little questionable on his confidence. If you if you guys followed a couple months ago and what he said to himself, like thinking that, oh, I'm not I'm not that good after that that win at Dallas, I believe. Might be wrong, but yeah, whatever. Against Optic, he beat Optic, and he questioned himself, which is just insane. So, kid is talented. And Prasini is awesome. Arcides is awesome. Even Silly. Like, Silly. He's a good player. It's surprising, but he's a good player. He's uh, enough for and, them. And he's, 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 like, experienced enough to kind of be that leader almost. Yeah, and I don't think that they'll dominate these teams, especially LG. But I do think they'll go above them. And the only one, I know I keep on saying this every week, that they're top two for a reason. The NA teams here... They could be stronger. I feel like these European teams, though, they're like the uh, not the best. You had Splice, <laughs> but they're they're good too. They're good third seed and good fourth seed. This is why weeks before, um, even the pro league started, that this would be the craziest group. I, I said that, and I, I still believe it. It could happen, but there is no way it's going to get more crazy than Group Blue. But still, tune in. Who knows? Um, United, I feel like they'll, they'll, they'll place first. Um, the only one beating them is LG. That's just my opinion. Mm. And even then, LG have looked questionable. Like, their S&D is so terrible. 
it, it's just they need to work on that so much yeah that's the only thing if you think about it like we've talked about before they're slaying they've outslayed teams and yet they they still lose series go on i'm talking too much <laughs> i kind of feel like with e united it's like they they, they should top this pool and it's just yeah. it's just it's just a case of whether they underperform. Plain and simple. If they underperform, then there is the potential for to them lose it. But if they play at the caliber uh, that we we know they can play at, they should wipe the floor with this this pool. Um, but then it gets interesting. Now, I I think there's a big question mark over Millennium, just purely because there's there is potential. Yeah. But I I just don't know. It's like they could about- they could either just have like a really subpar event. Um, and and finish last uh, realistically uh, considering how epsilon won i series um yeah. and are, are going to be buzzed off that and and are going to use you know josh's experience and leadership to kind of go forward um uh, but at the same time millennium have a lot of experience and talent on their roster they have moose on the roster who is arguably one of the best players in europe they have nolson who's an incredible talent then you put that with pt and marky b in their experience as well um, and the fact that you know they both had experience under infused of being at the top on an international stage as well, uh, like going back to I think like Gfinity Summer or something where they placed like third or fourth. Um, yeah, it, it, it's a bit of a question mark. I think that there is there is a, the potential to go both ways with that team, um, and, and it has a lot to do with obviously the teams around them, uh, which I know is like a really stereotypical thing to say, but. Like, if Epsilon can uh, can again perform the way they did at I series, then it is so difficult. It's so difficult. I think I think the NA teams are in a way set, but then e, the two EU teams, are, I'm not sure. I'm really not. I think I think although it would be bold predict having like a massive shambles like there was the week just gone with just teams placing where we wouldn't expect them i think this week there is just as much of a chance i do and as much as i want to just say like oh united are going to win the pool i don't think it's as simple as that especially because there's two best of fives and if, if a team can do similar to eg where they can learn from their mistakes that's the biggest thing it's almost like a who can learn the, the fastest situation who can go back and watch the vods and you know when they come around to playing this team again you know beat them so i don't know i'm I'm gonna throw it to you for some predictions though where who do you see coming out on top do you think it's as simple as united or is there more to it that meets the eye i think there's more to it i don't think that you should count out any of them but especially lg this 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 team it, it it's sometime that they're gonna come in and do this. I know it, it, I keep on saying this every single event they're involved in, but at some point this team's going to have the talent to just just win eventually. Maybe at least place third, something like that. This team can become top four. They, they have the talent without a doubt. They've put in the work. It's just inner workings within the team, nerves, all that kind of stuff. That's what sets them apart. But I feel like this group format – will will give them better time to, to to go over their mistakes one by one and grow as a team throughout the event. So I'm going to say LG second, 
but they could come in first. Don't be surprised. That well, okay. be surprised. Yeah, so, be so, so effectively, United LG are going to be the two teams that get to playoffs. Then who yeah. who do you see coming in that relegation spot? Then is my question. I know. I always do this. I like to use context. Basically, uh, if Epsilon don't have practice right now, I don't know when they'll be able to practice, but it'll be on land, so it's better. But if they're not comfortable and all that stuff to begin with, I feel like I'm not even gonna count that. I'll just say Epsilon third, Millennium fourth. Uh, I feel like Epsilon is more talented. Just my opinion. And Millennium is is talented, but not at all more talented than these three teams in the group. Okay. United first, LG second, Epsilon third, Millennium fourth. Cool. Um, <laughs> Sleepy says, "Why am I dreaming?" <laughs> I think that's on the the back of my comments regarding like Epsilon and stuff. And Cameron also says, "Does Epsilon have a chance to surprise like they did at Birmingham?" Um, nah, no. Just <laughs> as much as I, I want to say, like, oh, Epsilon are going to continue on from Birmingham. Obviously, it was completely different then. Um, I think most of the CWL teams like didn't play each other to the very last stages. Um, and obviously, it's very different when they played Splice in the grand finals, where it was two best of fives. A com- completely different setting. It's the grand finals. It's a lot different. Um, I agree with you. I'm going to go with United, LG, Epsilon, Millennium. Just purely Epsilon over Millennium off the bat of how they performed recently. Um, but again, like I, I, I'm, I'm going to say it now, just so I get it out there, I would not be surprised if this, this pool just turned on its head. But just, I'm, I guess I'm playing safe, you could say. Um, but yeah, I would not be surprised. Like if, if Epsilon qualify, and we talk about this next week, it happens. Like it, it's not going to be, I don't think, a massive surprise. Um, just at the moment, the the reality and and the the, the the potential for them to kind of echo what they did at Insomnia on the world stage is just is is slim. If if you're a betting man, you just don't bet for that. I don't think. But prove me wrong. And Steve says, stop dreaming. I have stopped dreaming. I've come back to reality. Um, so obviously, let, let us know what you think down below. Um, Group Yellow, the third week of the Global Pro League. Um, we're getting ever, ever so closer to playoffs, to Anaheim, to stage two. It's ridiculous like how far we've come already. Um, and to think we're already going into week three, which is ridiculous. Um, you know, there's there's so many storylines developing. Um, you know, ca- can we see a, a second non-NA team qualify for playoffs? Because so far... It is only Splice. And I, I think, realistically, if, if even Millennium or Epson do not qualify this week, Splice will probably be the only team. Would you agree? Because the only other team there is is Elevate. And they've got OG... Uh, oh, oh, no, yeah. no, no. Actually, no. no my, my mistake. There's Red Reserve and Elevate, actually. So maybe there is actually uh, more yeah. of a chance than I think. Up against E6 and Optic, though. I don't really know. <laughs> I feel like the best shot was... Um, it is. I think it's this group possibly i feel like it was fanatic i i I thought that fanatic could come in second and they they did even better than what i thought they could but even that wasn't enough for how crazy that group was Mm. who knows hopefully somebody will come in second yeah precisely so going just back to the chat real quickly cameron says i'm gonna go with epsilon e united luminosity then millennium very bold i like it um and then sleepy says um uh the same as us actually uh with obviously millennium getting relegated so it's gonna be interesting but again if this table turns on its head i'm not gonna be surprised in size but uh we're gonna move on uh back to know the pro real quick before we end out tonight's show uh thank you as always um to to the to the kind of the 
the seasoned veterans in the chat uh, that are always here, the likes of Sleepy, who is always just turning out, and Cameron as well, and the various other people that are coming in and out of the stream. Obviously, we are live every Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, t 11 p.m. at BST. Come hang out with us. We love chatting to you guys in the, in the chat, um, and it's normally a really great time. Um, now, this is Know The Pro. Uh, again, as I always do, I apologize for people listening on iTunes. Um, this is your clue for this week. If you're new to this on YouTube, um, all you've got to do is tell us who you think it is. It is a pro player within the Global Pro League. That is my clue. Um, the background to it is the 2016 uh, Cod XP kind of backing. So it's a player that was at Cod XP. I know that isn't a massive helping hand. Um, some of the, the guesses so far have been Crim6 and Slasher. Um... So, my, my, in my best advice, if you're ever watching this live, just go with what Sleepy says because he, he generally knows his shit and he, he gets it right. Um, I'm going to have to come up one week with just one that even even kind of um, gets him stuck, I think. I'm going to have to come up with something, find a picture that is, like, really misleading or some sort. But um, with that being said, we're going to end tonight's show. Um, Alex, I'm going to throw it to you before I end out tonight's show. Go for it. I wanted to tell a quick story. Oh god. So this past week uh, I've been getting into playing on PS4 again or just playing games again. I haven't played in in a couple of months. And uh I actually went out and texted text my friend like, "Hey, do you well, hey, do you have Xbox 360?" And he said, "Yeah, I got Xbox 360." I might have Black Ops 2 too. He didn't have Black Ops 2. I texted another friend, "Do you have Black Ops 2?" His brother had Black Ops 2. I bought that from his brother for $20. <laughs> $20. That's not too bad. That's like yeah, but it's it's worth I think it's worse because whatever. I just he got value out of it. Yeah. Considering yeah. he probably hasn't played the game in like 3 years. <laughs> yeah, and then I went over to my friend's house, got their 360. He didn't even have a bag for me. He just walked out into the front with no shoes on and uh just walking in the grass. And I see him, he looks like a fucking hobbit. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and uh, he, gi he gives me the Xbox 360. I, I give him like $10. And I also gave him... Uh, Wait, $10? Wasn't it maybe 20 Yeah, no, no, no. But I'm not finished. I gave oh, him okay. $10 for the, Xbox, for the Xbox 360 and a controller and all this shit, actually. And I gave him... a I gave him uh, Metal Gear Solid Five actually, which is a very good game. I don't know why he wants it, but whatever. I gave it to him, and uh, now I have Black Ops 2. But the controller is is shit. So, yeah, I mean, I can I can play, I can play, but it's kind of shit. I I'm, might need to buy a new I'm, controller. I'm literally just gonna um, reiterate what Sleepy says. He says you got hassled, Alex, and I I completely agree. You know what, man? I did, but <laughs> I made that money back. Um, At least I made it. <laughs> Fair enough. That's 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 quite a nice story to end out tonight's show. I'm still quite depressed because I I don't have an Xbox. I can't play Black Ops Three, Black Ops Two even. Um, so it sucks. But um, with that all being said, guys, we're gonna end out tonight's show. Thank you so much, guys. Um, the stream got a lot better. I think just at the start there was a bit of um, I don't know what it was. I have no explanation really. But it's been fine for the rest of the show. If you're watching this on YouTube, there should be no problems. It's uploaded as always on a Tuesday. Um, and we'll see you same place, same time next week. Uh, Mondays, as I said, six p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Uh, BST. Come check us out. Um, and yeah, it's normally a really good time. 
go ask Sleepy. He's always here. He always has a great time. He always goes home happy. That's all I can really say. But thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next week. Obviously, recapping uh, Group Yellow and looking ahead to Group Green for the uh, Global Pro League. Um, and whatever else happens, we'll see if uh, any other kind of funny stories come up in the week. Um, and me and Alex have got a couple of funny ideas kind of planned, hopefully, uh, for you guys. Um, so, yeah. Yes, GG's uh, Sleepy. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much, guys. Good night. Good day, whatever it is uh, time, um, and see you next week.